It's time for CE Sports with your host, Christian Esparza. This is CE Sports coming at you. It is Christian Esparza, as always, joining me, Parker Haney. Parker, uh, I don't know about you, I kind of got bored watching football yesterday afternoon, at least. All those games were kind of blowouts. Bro, so boring. Such a bad week for the NFL. Yeah, all it, of their ratings are up, and then they're just like, "Let's throw week seven at you, where we have six teams on buys." Not only that, but like one of the most exciting teams to watch right now, the Cowboys. I mean, everybody has to have a buy, but just real unfortunate that like an afternoon when they needed excitement, like there was. Well, yeah, it was the, yeah, teams on buy: Steelers, Bills, Chargers, Jaguars, Vikings, Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys, least. the Chargers, and and the Bills are all like. Right, are all worthy of primetime games right now. Yeah. And you have all three of them on a bye at the same time. It's just – and not to mention for fantasy, for people that care. I mean, True. the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Bills, the Steelers, and the Vikings, right, with Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. It's a nightmare for fantasy. So uh, we just completed week seven. A couple storylines that happened last week. First, there were some reports that trade talks surrounding Deshaun Watson had began to heat up. I'm just going to come out and say that's like the fourth or fifth time that I've heard that this season. So, I mean, whether or not things actually happened last week, I'm not going to believe anything until I see it. Um, the trade deadline is November 2nd. That is next Tuesday. So uh, hopefully by the next episode that we record, we're going to have, whether it's Deshaun Watson or somebody else, There's I, I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be some movement before this deadline. Do you think it's going to be Deshaun Watson? I do think he gets traded, yeah. Whether it's to the to the Dolphins or somewhere else, um, I just I I think it is going to be Deshaun Watson and some some other teams. Um, rumors are that Deshaun Watson is not going to go on the commissioner's exempt list if he gets traded. There were some people thinking that he'll get put on that list as soon as he gets traded. Uh, that's reportedly not going to happen, according to Ian Rappaport. Um, and then, of course, any team that trades for him, I'm sure they're going to put some protection on those picks saying, okay, if this does happen, if if Deshaun Watson does, you know, get banned from the NFL or jail time from this, then then those picks will have security. I think if those things happen, then uh, I don't know. The thing that's crazy, though, is like, sure, those picks that, let's say Miami trades away, they'll have protection. But what if they trade away Tua? Like, if Deshaun Watson goes to jail, they can't get Tua back. Right. One, I think Tua has to be involved in it because Yeah. I um I think the Texans are not interested in Tua, but there are other teams that are. Um Right, so it'd be Broncos a three team maybe type of thing. One. Why would the Texans not be interested? Davis Mills, baby. <laughs> Davis Mills over Tua. So Yeah, I mean at this point I don't even I haven't liked <laughs> anything I've seen from Tua. Yeah. He scrambled yesterday and I was like, That's what you need to do every Every time uh, I just remember Tua's, I think it was his first start last year against Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, and that was a really fun game to watch. Yeah, because Tua was acting like Tua. Yeah, yeah. We're like, this is the Tua we all know. But, anyways, yeah, trade deadline. We'll we'll keep up on movement. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, can't talk about Week Seven football yesterday without talking about the Chiefs absolutely getting destroyed by the Titans, twenty-seven to three. We knew the Chiefs had defensive problems. This was just a shocker. Um, I think this is rock bottom for the Chiefs. I, I don't know. They're three and four. I, 
my question is what happened schematically, right? Like yeah. I understand you may lose some talent. You don't have guys getting the separation that they used to. But what happened, like, yeah, their defenses were bad, but they weren't this bad. You know what I mean? And, that's and you one, could always rely on your offense. What changed schematically where you where you no longer have an offense? Andy Reid was right when he was doing all the shovel pass nonsense, the underhand stuff from from Patrick Mahomes, the way that he was getting Travis Kelsey and and um, Tyreek Hill Tyreek Hill open. Like, why is that no longer happening? It, I I just refuse to believe that it was that easy for defenses to figure out. And what's crazy to me is, I mean. As far as us and me on this show, I spent all summer and the early season talking about how bad this Titans defense is going to be. And then they come out and hold one of the greatest quarterbacks we're going to see with our eyes. They hold him to three points. Well, and and three turnovers. He was responsible for three, right? Yeah. A pick and two fumbles. So that was pretty crazy. Uh, The Chiefs, I'm not ready to give up on them just yet just because of how good Patrick Mahomes is. I really, I mean, I don't even know if he plays the rest of the season, dude. Oh, why? I don't think because I mean, three and four. Let's say. Yeah, but it's not getting any better. Yeah, I, it has gone. It has gotten worse every single week. Who's their next opponent? Maybe that'll. Their next one, I think, is easy, and then they have a hard stretch. So just lost twenty-seven to three, and they play the Giants, and then they go Green Bay. Vegas, Cowboys, Broncos, Raiders again. Yeah, it's just the thing with the AFC right now is there are a lot of teams fighting for you know the playoff spots. So realistically, I mean, I know. Yeah, they but have what a ha- being ge- being so genuine, and I know you're probably gonna laugh. What have you seen from the Chiefs, especially last week, that makes you think that they should be big time favorites against the Giants? That Giants defense looked good. They did. Look Sam good Darnold looked bad, but so did Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And I can't believe I'm even saying those two names in the same sentence, but it's like he just, they just look lost. They look like they have no idea what they're doing. They look like they haven't even played a preseason game. Yeah. The way that they're just running around like a chicken with their head cut off, hoping I, that Patrick Mahomes will be able to save them. And now you saw what happened. He damn near broke his neck. And I think that's, um, you know, you look at – Week one, the Chiefs came out and dominated. Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill put on a show. Um, one of their other wins, they did as well. So I think, I mean, I'm not ready to give up on them based off of four losses. But another thing you got to remember, like Patrick Mahomes, regardless of him having nine interceptions on the year, he's every single year he's in this league, he's going to be a top 10 quarterback in the league. Uh, Andy Reid has proven himself to be probably top 10 coach of all time, maybe even top five. Um, so I think after this rock, rock bottom sort of moment where I guess we just have to wait and see how they respond. Um, if they if they want to live up to all this praise that I just gave them, they're going to have to come out and show like, okay, yeah, we really are this good. Because then, I mean, they have this embarrassing loss, and I know they've had ugly losses earlier in the year, but this embarrassing loss, I think this is when, you know, the Hall of Fame coach, the Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame tight end, that's when they gotta come out and be like, okay, this is when we need to get our stuff together. So yeah, but I mean, if they being put up, legit, what if Pat doesn't come back out? Right? What if he's down for two weeks? I think. And they drop a game to the Giants and they get blown out by the Packers. Now they're sitting at three two and six. And, oh yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Now they're sitting at three and six with the Raiders and Cowboys for their next two games. I don't know, dude. I just I just see a world. And the other thing that I hadn't thought about that that I was listening to um, Simmons talk about was when was the how many teams have gone to four straight Super Bowls? Bills. They lost all four of them. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. That's the only time a team has ever been to four straight Super Bowls. Right. So it's like we were just talking about. That offsides doesn't happen. They beat the Patriots, and they go to the Super Bowl. Mm. And they win the Super Bowl, and then they lose. Right? Like, it's really hard to get to four straight Super Bowls. Not even Tom Brady has done it. That doesn't mean you don't try. Well, no, I'm totally with you. I'm just saying, like, this shouldn't have been unordinary, right? right? Three and four shouldn't have been out of the ordinary. We were just expecting so much from Pat and from Andy Reid. And like you were saying, Hall of Fame coach, quarterback, tight end, wide receiver. Yeah. Right? Like, why shouldn't they be that good? But being good for four straight years in the NFL is just hard. Yeah. It just is. And Travis Kelsey just isn't 10 yards open. And Tyree Kill just isn't 25 yards open down the field. And it's just it's just different now. And I, I don't know. I, I can see Pat being out for two weeks. They are then – three and six with two hard games coming up and i don't know if you i don't know man i realistically i I think if the like yes this loss was ugly but if the chiefs lose the giants then i am ready to throw in the towel for them um that's because the giants no matter how good they look the other day like the rest of the season they've been a very bad football team so that is the chiefs and their uh slide is definitely something to keep up on as well um, one last storyline to touch up on. Let's talk about the freaking Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, legit, these guys are tied for first in the entire AFC at 5-2. and two. The the Bengals, the Raiders, the Ravens, and the Titans are all 5-2. and two. And, I mean, the Bengals went into Baltimore and just dominated. Yeah. Well, what's the final score at? 41-17. And it's like – And Joe Burrow had 400 yards after the third quarter. And Jamar Chase had 200 yards on Marlon Humphrey. Like – You see what he tweeted? Uh-uh. Marlon Humphrey tweeted, like, 240 yards on me. Like, that's way too much. I need to get back into the lab and work harder. He's well, a stud. Yeah, I love Marlon Humphrey. And that's the thing. Like, I think up until yesterday, I had never seen him get just torched the way that he did. And well, I yeah, mean, playing yeah. corner is hard, especially against a talent like Jamar Chase. But <laughs> that's what that's what Chad Ochocinco responded. He was <laughs> like, "You play the hardest skill position, yeah. other than quarterback on the field, like, and you've been one of the most consistent in the league." So yeah, so don't give you know, don't worry, Allen Humphrey, you're good. But one thing that's crazy to me is like, last year Justin Jefferson came in his rookie year and had one of the best rookie wide receiver seasons we had ever seen outside of Randy Moss. I mean, he was right up there with Randy Moss. He broke Randy Moss's receiving yards record. And I kept, like, my brother's a Vikings fan. And I kept telling him, I was like, yo, there's this guy that was teammates with Justin Jefferson at LSU, and everybody says that he's even better. And he's like, no way. And now all of a sudden, Jamar Chase has, like, 700 yards and six touchdowns. Now, you just look at freaking how good that LSU team was. It's disgusting. It's insane. So it's disgusting. The Bengals all of a sudden are a playoff team, and it just it it feels weird because it's the Bengals, and traditionally they've been bad the last twenty something years. So I'm not yet ready to call them a contender just because. I uh, mean, 
I'm not ready to call the Titans a contender because they're five and two, but the Bengals are a contender, dude. Like and not not even having anything to do with their offense, which is great. <laughs> their defense is so freaking good. They're a contender. They I think they might have taken the Browns playoff spot. I as much as it pains me to say it, I, I put them in. We're gonna do a segment a little bit later about the six playoff teams that or I guess the six teams that we think have a chance at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then six teams that are a write off and I wow. I had the Bengals in there. Imagine that though. Like the trend that we've seen lately, I mean, Patrick Mahomes won the MVP in his second year. Lamar Jackson won MVP in his second year. Like what if Joe Burrow comes in and just continues to throw for yeah. three fifty a game? So that's awesome. I I and I'm definitely not against the Bengals being good at all. Um, even if I say I'm not ready to call them a contender, like it's awesome to see this young team that, like I said, had been so bad. Andy Dalton never won a playoff game. And then they kind of take their few years to go full rebuild. They home grow their entire offense, their defense. I mean, Trey Hendrickson, Stunned. he was a great pickup in free agency. I, their two I missed safeties on that. are disgusting. Jesse Bates and Von Bell, very, very good safeties. Um, DJ Reader, he's a really good defensive tackle. Cheetah Bay Awuzie, good corner. Nice. One of the highest rated corners on pro football focus. So, yeah, the Bengals, I mean, surprising everybody. So. Well, and you look at their schedule, right? New York next week, easy win. Even if they just split with the Browns, right? Yeah. So, they'll, they'll play the Browns week nine, which is a good time to catch the Browns. Browns are still banged up. Good time to catch the Browns. Then they go on by. Vegas, I mean, that'll be a fun game. Vegas looked incredible yesterday. Derek Carr only had three incompletions. Pittsburgh, they already split with Pitt, and they can probably win another one. Chargers, that one's going to be important. But I don't know, dude. I don't see a lot of games. I literally don't see a lot of games, like, for the rest of the season that are, like, obvious losses. You know what yeah, I mean? And I, obviously, it's recency bias because they just smacked the nuts out of Baltimore. But, I mean, the Browns are really the only other team that I guess are insane. The Chargers also just lost. But one thing that's huge is they have already they already beat the Steelers earlier this year. They beat the Ravens yesterday. So if they can at least beat the Browns once, yeah, that's they'll all be no lower than splitting every series in their division, and that is almost a guaranteed playoff spot. Yeah, and they should beat the Steelers. I would imagine the Ravens getting them back. Yeah, I mean, I know how silly it sounds, but they didn't have Latavius Murray, and he's been weirdly important for them. But, yeah, if they, they split with the Browns and then beat the Steelers again, they're going to be in great shape because the Niners didn't look good at all. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the Bengals, even though they should have had a week one loss. It is what it is. Last storyline I want to touch up. I don't know if you have any. Um, no, you hit all mine. I was just going to bring up Sam Darnold, and, uh, you know, he fooled everybody. First three weeks, it was like, hey, this trade worked out for Carolina. I'm back. The last four weeks, I mean, he looked awful. He yeah. got benched for P.J. Walker yesterday. P.J. Walker looked XFL awful, too. Guy. I love P.J. Walker. I actually, when the XFL started up, 
um, I was on a podcast with a couple other guys, and we were like, let's just pick a random team to go for it. And I was like, okay, I'll root for the Houston Roughnecks. And then they ended up being amazing. Yeah. P.J. Walker was going to win MVP, but <laughs> that's a side point. Um, basically, Sam Darnold, um, yeah, just not working out for Carolina, and they're making all these big moves, building up their defense, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but they're they're not going to be good until quarterback gets figured out. So that's probably going to be their focus in the 2022 offseason. Yeah, I mean, I was a Sam Darnold believer. I mean, yeah. you knew. We talked about it on this pod. Right. I just always believed that he had the talent, but that just looked really, really embarrassing. Yeah, it was just like he's declined every single week. Yeah. And I wanted to say that he's just playing really good defenses, but it's like you have to be able to put up more than three points, you know what I mean? Yeah. So let's move on. Earlier you mentioned uh, what we were going to talk about today. So Parker and I both have six teams that we believe are contenders and then uh, basically six teams that we think should just be right sell at, yeah. the, at the trade deadline, be sellers. <laughs> So uh, you go ahead and go first. We'll go one and one, two and two, three and three. Okay. Okay, you got and numbered I didn't order. Yeah, I didn't tell you to like rank them. Yeah, but I, I kind of, I kind of did. did too. Yeah, because I kind of had a drop off after the first four. Okay, let's see it. Okay, number one, I have the Cardinals. Okay, that's who I have too. I think seven to zero right now. They've been yeah. rolling, and now their defense is actually ranked the best in the league as well. Um, I think they're. They are surrendering about 17 points per game. Well, yeah, and and Kyler Murray looked looked bad. I mean, he yeah. that first half he was he was missing throws left and right, missed D hop in the end zone like three times, literally, um, was putting balls in the in the turf like just looked pretty bad. And they still, you know, won pretty handedly. I mean, I think they played the Texans right, so it's not like yeah. there was anything super impressive. Well, a revenge but, game for D hop and JJ. Yeah. The Cardinals look good, and yeah, you said it. Like their defense is playing better now too. And I guess the reason I want to say that it's not like they've done anything like way better than the Bills have. But until they lose, like I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm just not gonna doubt them. Because no, it makes sense. They're seven and zero. Yeah. But so my number two team, I have the Bucks. Um, I kind of just realized I didn't really do ranked, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like all these teams are pretty close, anyways. Yeah, no, my first four are all the same. Yeah. Yeah, I have Bucks number two. I mean, Tom Brady, uh, they were rolling the other day. <sighs> Shoot, Chris Godwin looked really good. Mike Evans looks really <laughs> good when he's on. Three uh, cutties in the first half. On top of that, Antonio Brown and uh, Gronk didn't even play. Yeah, and, and they still look good. They still just don't. And they're it. playing on, like, one-and-a-half cornerbacks. Yeah. I think they got, like, safeties playing corners. That's that's one thing I was going to mention. I do think they're going to be buyers at the deadline. They need corners. Um, I don't know. Denver's got corners to spare, so we'll see. Maybe maybe they can work out a Tom swap Brady with for Tom, a Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady for Kyle Fuller, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Bills number two, and I just – I was hesitant. I wanted to do the Bucks actually because the Bucks have have actually played some teams. Yeah, and the Bills haven't really, um, but they just they're just so high powered. You know what I mean, they just Josh Allen is again playing out of his mind, and it's hard because they're coming off a loss, and then they had a bye, so it's like kind of have like a, a distaste in their mouth. But yeah, 
those four or five wins that they yeah, had in don't a row. Forget like those games before that. Yeah, and they were holding opponents to like one score and scoring forty five, right? Like they really feel like they can kind of do whatever they want. And I don't think that they're gonna have many more losses throughout the rest of the season. So I don't know. I like the Bills. And one thing that was surprising to me and it, it, it popped up on my feed when Trayvon Diggs had that had that second pick six and it was like the Diggs have now both scored two touchdowns. Like they're doing it all without Stephon Diggs because oh, yeah. teams are just doubling him everywhere he goes. And like once right, like once team once we get into the playoffs, all defenses kind of have to like actually buck up and, and you know, like go man or go the straight zone. And like once you actually get Stephon rolling, like it's only gonna get worse for every team that the Bills play. Yeah, that's one thing. Like the Bills and they did it last year when they brought in Cole Beasley all of a sudden I mean Cole Beasley was a freaking second team all pro. Yeah. And it was everybody's like, What the heck? Like they'd bring in this little slot guy who eats up all these targets for when Stefan is double teamed. Yeah. That's Emmanuel Sanders this year. Yeah. And yeah. he's he's doing phenomenal for the Bills. And then on top of that, Dawson Knox has really yep. stepped up. I uh, almost called him Kevin Knox. <laughs> Gabe Davis has his moments as well as a big possession guy. So, yeah, I think when the Bills are rolling, they can't really be stopped. Uh, my number three team, I put the Cowboys. Um, Ooh. I really, really, really like the Cowboys this year. And it's just so much fun seeing Dak sling it to CD and then to, you know, Schultz and then to Amari Cooper and then Gallup and then once Gallup's healthy, there, yeah, dude, it's crazy. So insane. And on top of that, Zeke is having a very good rebound year. Um, he had a quote unquote down year last year. He's coming back this year and he's looking just fine. And people are worried about him splitting touches with Tony Pollard, but they're making it work. Um, that offense is just so so good. And Kellen Moore, as the offensive coordinator, he's getting real creative over there. He's gonna get some head coaching interest in the offseason. So. I like the Cowboys, and then their defense, I haven't even mentioned them. Like, their defense, they're that type of defense, you know. Yes, Trayvon Trayvon Diggs gives up big plays. But, like, on top of that, they fly around, and they just just go out there and play football, dude. Like, they're fun to watch. Yeah, they got playmakers on defense. My only – the Bucs and the Cowboys played, right? The Bucs beat them. By three, yeah. Yeah. I guess my only like reservation is like when they play a team like the Bucks, who can just match them, yeah. right? Like stride for stride. I don't know. Yeah, I think, and I'm not just saying this, but I think we're gonna get a good idea of where the Cowboys really are at when they when they play Minnesota next week mm-hmm. because Minnesota's defense is actually like pretty stout right so how much are they actually going to be able to move the ball on a defense that kind of prides itself on stopping people and a head coach who's right is, is, yeah as a defensive-minded head One, coach just a little counterpoint to that is in that bucks loss that was Dak's first game coming back from his injury and he, he honestly didn't look that great he looked a little rusty um and then zeke definitely should have scored on that that one oh yeah that was the, from five that was the out. first I was so pissed. That was the first game of the season. Anyways, yeah, Cowboys are a good team. So I have the Bucks number three, um, and I just—I mean, it's all the things you just said. You had number two. The, they're just really good, and they returned <laughs> they everybody, really and they're good. pretty banged up, and they're still winning games. And I just until Tom Brady retires, every team that he's on will be 
one of the teams that has a chance at winning the Super Bowl. And it that's is. just the way it's going to be. It is insane. It's <laughs> um, just the way it's going to be. It's funny watching the Bucks because it's like every single week they've got one, like one of their 90 receivers yeah. who like is the guy. Like sometimes it'll be Antonio Brown. Sometimes it'll be Godwin. Sometimes it'll be Evans. And it really frustrates fantasy owners, but it makes Tom Brady a really happy guy. Like, yeah. he's just like, oh yeah, my, I played my buddy in fantasy. Mike yeah. Evans has four and a half points yeah. this week. He has like thirty-one or something. Well, and he just like Tom Brady puts in so much film time. It's like he knows exactly going into the game. Like, okay, Godwin's gonna have a easy yeah. matchup today. Yeah, so. Anyway, um, so my number four, I got the Packers. Okay. And I guess it's a little bit of the same thing that I was saying with the Cardinals. The Packers, a lot of their games have looked ugly. I don't take that Saints game for anything. I just think it was another preseason game. It yeah, was Aaron Rodgers so just weird. deciding that he wanted to play football still. But, and again, they're in a lot of really crappy games, but they're winning them. And I guess until they lose them, like – I don't know. I just – I guess I feel like the reason I put them four instead of the Cowboys and I probably should have put the Cowboys was, like, I'm just tired of Aaron Rodgers. The and Aaron I know – Yeah, I know how good he is and I know how many times he's beat me. And I guess I haven't seen Dak do it yet, right? And it's, yeah. it's mostly because Dak hasn't had the opportunity because he got hurt, but it's like – I know that when it comes down to it, Aaron Rodgers is just going to win games. And th- it's almost going back to like what we said about Tom Brady. Like, as long as he is on the field, even if he is seventy-five percent committed to the Packers, yeah, he's, he's still Aaron freaking Rodgers. Yeah, he's and he still owns the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Dude, what Tom Brady said about that was so funny. What he's like, oh, congratulations, yeah. you're a part owner yeah, of the Bears. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> so my number four team. I put the Rams here, and looking at your list, spoiler oh, alert. Oh, crap. I don't know if you <laughs> forgot or. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, but no, I so wouldn't have them at four. Yeah. I'm um, not bu- I'm not sold on the Rams. I just. So with the Rams, they came out yesterday, and they got shocked by Detroit. I mean, Detroit came out with a fake punt, uh, <laughs> some so trick sick. plays, and it was it was fun to see Dan Campbell have his, you know, five minutes of fame of having a lead on the Rams. Everybody was tweeting, is this a Jared Goff revenge game? Then all of a sudden the Rams turn it on and it's like, I watched Jalen Ramsey seal the game with that pick in the end zone. And it's like, it was, the, pre- it was the pressure from the line. Yeah. I mean, it was a bad throw. Yeah. But at the same time, Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in the game. Yeah. Um, but he got hit as he threw it. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, I think, what I like so much about the Rams is it just feels like Matt Stafford was that missing puzzle piece. And he is what's unlocking Cooper Cup. I mean, Cooper Cup was really, really, really good with Jared Goff. No mistake about it. But it's like Matt Stafford being the quarterback for Cooper Cup is raising his level even more. Um, it's just they're fun to watch. Dude, other than run CMC, I think that – Cooper Cup might be the best fantasy player to ever play. I, I really thought you were going to say the best white boy in the NFL. <laughs> I saw. Well, um, that, might, that might be true as well. Somebody on Twitter was calling him Vanillatron. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he, I like the Rams. Dude, it's, he just averages like 12 catches a game. Yeah, it's crazy. And then he'll score two every time. Anyway, I do like the Rams. 
I just I don't know why I, know I don't, don't like, like Matt Stafford. Stafford. Yeah, I think that's I what just it is. don't, and I wish I did. And I know I've seen all the no looks. I've seen this and I've seen that, and it's probably just a bias of him being on the Lions and him losing so many games and him being on 16. Yeah. But there's still times where I'm watching Rams games and I'm like, I didn't love that throw. I don't yeah, like, and I don't know. I just, I do heap a lot of praise on him and he does have his flaws. I mean, there are some times when he misses throws and there's sometimes he makes bad decisions and he's been banged up at times. He's not a top five quarterback. I think I just think he's I, – I get the whole, like, he was in a bad situation and yeah. this is why he's playing better. But I really don't know, like, how much of it is actually him. Right. Because the Rams are just that good. And Cooper Cup is that good. Robert Woods is that good. We're seeing, right. like – and obviously, like you said, Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest talents we'll ever see. But Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey made Patrick Mahomes look really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how good Pat is. And I'm not I'm not taking anything away from him, but right, like any quarterback and could have thrown to yeah. Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. And that's what I mean when I say like Stafford was the missing piece of this puzzle because they already have all these other pieces. Yeah, all they right. already I have like Sean that. McVay, and then sure. Matt Stafford comes in and just completes the picture. But who you got at number five? So I just I mean I couldn't decide. This is where. I had a tie with myself. I think that I like those four teams the most, Cardinals, Bills, Bucks, Packers, and then I think there's like a second tier, if you will, that have the Cowboys, the Rams, the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Chargers. And Almost I don't, like they, I don't they love have the potential to make the Super Bowl, but you're not ready to call them contenders just yet. Like, you won't be surprised if they make it. Yeah, I feel like these are teams that, that lose in the semis or the quarters, but that, like, I could – like, if any of those teams won it, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, cool. Like, I could totally see the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, and I wouldn't be like, yeah, that's crazy. But you're not ready to say – I got the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I, I would, yeah, I would still bet my money on Packers, Bucks, Bills, Cardinals. I like that. So my number five, I have the Bills. Um, I think kind of going to what you said, they had that loss to the Ravens, and then they had a bye. So it's been, I mean, two weeks since I've been like, holy crap, Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they're the best team in the AFC. Like literally, this is the first AFC team I have listed. Um, and I think this kind of just goes to show, like the NFC incredibly top heavy right now afc is super strong like in the middle of the pack but they don't have very many teams at the top um so yeah i I got the bills at number five um but uh make no mistake about it they're the best team in the afc number six i have the packers uh same thing you said i was kind of debating between the packers and i don't know i was like uh do i put you know the 49ers here but i was like no they look really bad last night and i don't know i was like uh packers have aaron Rodgers and they're six <laughs> and one so <laughs> i think there's not much else to say about them that we didn't you got say. no love for the chargers i mean i only chose six teams you've got well yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i still would have put the chargers well, and well that's actually the other team i was debating i was saying do i pick packers or do i go like ravens or chargers and i was like i'll keep it to six teams I'll put yeah. the Packers here because of Aaron right, I'm Rodgers. Um, I told you to pick six teams, and then I picked them. So. <laughs> no, Justin Herbert and the Chargers, I mean, 
they're rolling. So that's so I guess when it comes down to it, the same question applies. Like, if you had to bet your money, yeah, you wouldn't go. On, you would go with those six teams over anybody else. Yeah, like I would bet on the Packers before I bet on the Chargers. I think because no, of the Cowboys. And then I would, yeah, I'd bet the Cowboys before I go Packers. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, something that needs to be brought up because we haven't talked about it, and I don't really want to. But are the Titans a good NFL team? Uh, because they just had the two most impressive wins of the season. I know they beat the uh, they beat the Bills, Bills and the Chiefs and, and the like Chiefs and kicked the crap out of the Chiefs. Yeah, it's and so lost to the freaking Jets. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Um, it's hard because that game they were playing without DK or excuse me AJ Brown and Julio Jones. So yeah, that's and I told you that it didn't matter that much, and then right. they looked unreal last night. AJ Brown or yesterday looked phenomenal. Like that's what I wanted when I picked AJ Brown in fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> so I think basically with the Titans, that shows. I think Mike Vrabel could be a dark horse candidate for coach of the year. Okay, but the only thing that scares me, I do agree. The only thing that scares me is you kicked the crap out of the Chiefs and you were up big pretty much the whole game. Yeah. And you still gave Derrick Henry 29 touches. Just put him on the bench. Yeah. He has – he literally physically has to slow down at some point. I know. I'm not saying it's going to be this year. Right. But he's averaging literally almost 30 touches a game. But hey, look look at the yards, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, but I totally I'm agree. It is. It, it's, it's. He's like, gonna die. Like <laughs> he's gonna kill over like, and die. You see McCaffrey dealing with injuries. You see Cook dealing with injuries. You see, I mean, Mixon, uh, all these other running backs, and it's like, how is Derrick Henry doing it? And it's, I'm on the edge of my seat because I don't want it to happen. But it's like I, I don't know. But Dude, it's yeah. how I feel watching John Moran play basketball. Yeah. I just feel like at some point he's going to get hurt and you now I'm just going like to cry. You his play style, yeah. I well, yeah. Moran, I love John Moran. I, I guess it's a little bit different because Derrick Henry, he literally just looks like he's playing against. Eighth graders. Yeah. I know that that sounds silly to say because they're still NFL players and obviously the D linemen are bigger. Yeah. But when he gets into the secondary, when he gets to the backers and the safeties, it legit looks like it's a different age group. When he, yeah, it's they, like varsity playing against sophomores. They Not run, even kidding. They run Henry up the middle, and it's like there were times yesterday where I literally said to myself, "He is so freaking big. He's massive, and then so, he is so fast." To answer your question, though, I think um, the Titans are a playoff team. Uh, are I mean, they, they're definitely going to win their division now. Yeah. But I guess the Colts like, had a good win last night. But. They did. They did. And I think the Colts could be a dark horse team in in the playoff race as well. I don't think the Titans get past the first round. I'd be very, very surprised if, you know, they beat the Ravens or if they beat the Bills again, depending on who they have to play. That would be surprising. But, I mean, I could easily see them making the playoffs just because of how bad their division is. Yeah. I love my That would be cool Mabel, if though. the Colts got there, though. Yeah, it would be. Jonathan Taylor has also been playing They'd, out of his mind. Yeah. Carson Wentz, I think, deserves to go to the playoffs in the AFC. True. All right, and then we just did a quick list of write-offs, and we went a little bit long, so we'll just go through quick. But these are teams that, like Christian was saying, just, right, they're sellers. Um, Number one, I have the Lions, obviously. They haven't won a game. Two, I have the Jets. 
I don't think – I don't know how much Zach Wilson is going to play when he comes back. They said one to two weeks, but it's like, why – well, just why play him? Yeah. The Texans, I have them out, especially if this deal with Deshaun Watson goes down. I know that he's already not part of the facility, but it's like – I don't know. I just feel like they're – it's going to be like even worse PR for their team and whatever. And I have the Jaguars and then the Dolphins. And I'm sad about the Dolphins because – I love Flores, and I thought that they were going to be a lot better. Yeah. And I feel like they have the arsenal to be better. And they just keep losing, like, crappy games, right? Like, they, they probably should have won that game. But Matty Ice, Matty Ice Ryan. That was – And the boys. I hate the Falcons, dude. How, how do they keep winning these games? Anyway, and then for my sixth one, I have the Redskins slash any NFC East I think team you that isn't the Cowboys. The Washington football team. Oh, record. that is my fault. That is so – Inappropriate. So I um this is where I broke the rule. I gave more than six. I did Jaguars. So here's the thing is I got Lions all the way at number five simply because of how good they did yesterday. And like all of their losses, there have the been the Lions are gonna win one game. Th- yeah, there have been points in every single one of their losses where I literally I was like, they could win this game. They almost won. And it's awesome because I feel like Dan Campbell is the right coach for the Lions. He just doesn't quite have the pieces yet. But it's he's super fun to yeah, watch. He'll get them. They'll so, draft B. John Robinson. Right. And then they'll be great. So I have uh, Jaguars, number one, garbage fire. Uh, Texans, number two. Dolphins, number three. Okay. Jets, number yeah. four. Yeah. Then Lions. Yeah. And then number six, I put Bears. But oh, six, I love it. Six is where I have the tie. I also put the Broncos, the Falcons, and the Giants. You're writing off your team. I, dude, I'm so frustrated with Denver right now. And <laughs> that was crazy. Simply because of not only have they lost four games in a row, but it's like when I watch them, they literally give no hope anymore. It's yeah. like, like watching them lose to a backup quarterback and a third string running back who had never played yet. Yeah, but I picked him up off the waiver Me wire. Too. Me yeah. Too. <laughs> so it's like their play calling has just been horrible. Vic Fangio is supposed to be this defensive mastermind. And, you know, everybody was like, oh, they're going to be a top five defense. They're not. So it's like, what value does Vic Fangio bring if their defense isn't performing? Uh, Pat Shermer needs to be fired. Their special yeah, teams coach Shermer. needs to be fired. Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, I love the man till his grave, but. I don't want him as my quarterback anymore. It's just it's a it's a mess in Denver. So <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I can't believe I got you to write off your own team. That's no, sad. and it's it's hard, man. It's gotten that point as a franchise. I mean, they won the Super Bowl and haven't made the playoffs since. And it's like, how is this the worst that they've been since then? Like they've definitely had worse rosters since then, but this is I think the worst product that they've put on. Yeah. But anyways, you already mentioned the Falcons. Um, Bears, I think they have I a really mixed – they have me. a mixed roster of, like, really, really old veterans like Akeem Hicks on defense. I Dude, then, I am like, so – I don't hate anybody on the Bears besides Akeem Hicks. Really? Because our defense has been so heavily Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah. And Akeem Hicks just – Stops him. Eats Dalvin Cook alive, yeah. dude. So I think as far as like teams that need to just trade away veterans that, you know, deserve to be in a better place, that screams Bears. I mean, and, and get capital. Yeah, right. Bears could use a ton of draft picks to help protect Justin Fields. You can also use a new head coach. 
Yeah. Um, how how in the world is he not fired yet? I don't know. Giants. Who's, who's going to be the first coach fired? Um, I'm surprised Urban hasn't been fired yet. But really, I, yeah, they're going to give him a year. I don't know, man. I oh, know. I guess the John Gruden one doesn't count. Oh yeah, true. I didn't. Even <laughs> I would say. I don't think the the Broncos would fire Vic Fangio. I don't um, think so either. So Not because of that, I think I'm going to say Matt, Matt Nagy. Who else would be? I can't think of really any other Husky coaches. Um, I mean, I would have said four is just because they're – but he was like – I mean, he was a finalist for coach the year bad, last year. Yeah, a lot of the other bad teams are under first-year head coaches. Um, maybe – do you think that Matt Rule gets fired in Carolina if they continue to disappoint? Or like Joe Judge in the yeah, Giants. But, I mean, we're <laughs> I feel like it's unfair in Carolina because they were supposed to be disappointing, and then they played good, and yeah. then they were like, "Oh wait, we can be good." <laughs> One thing I heard though, um, Carson Palmer. Somebody was talking to him about the UCLA coaching job, and Carson brought Carson Palmer's name is in the mix, and he brought up Mike Tomlin. Whoa! And no way. Yeah. No way. Yes. So. I don't know. No. I really don't see that happening. But, like, just think of the scenario. Like, Ben Roethlisberger is probably done after the year. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers is just going to take his spot. Yeah, but what – there's? I mean, there's the scenario that Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to Pittsburgh. Then there's no way, dude. So Najee Harris is too good for Mike <laughs> Tomlin to leave him. But um, the Giants are my last seller team. We mentioned them a couple weeks ago. They were one of my most disappointing teams. Uh, Do you think the Giants are worse than the football team? Um, no. I like the Giants, dude, and no. I think Kadarius Tony is a stud. I think with the football team, it's like who they really have to trade. Like they've got so many good players to like build around. I don't think they really need to be trading away any of them. Um, the Giants, I guess, same thing, really. But like, I don't know. <laughs> really, after yesterday. Washington should probably be in the Giants spot, but I think I mean, the, they're both the, bad, the most so. <laughs> important thing is that the Redskins home. Oh, mm, I haven't done that in so long. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been two years, bro. Yeah, I think the most important thing is that Washington has been the worst defense in the NFL. Yeah, they were and the Chiefs are just awful, and th- somehow the Washington football team is worse. And it's like, yeah, and it's they were supposed to be good, right? So that's like. That's the thing that sucks to me because I don't think that Taylor Heineke is horrible, but it's like if you give him a horrible defense, then he's definitely going to look bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like – Because they have some decent weapons. Antonio Gibson's really good. Terry McLaurin's good. And then their tight end – Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas is good. Yeah, and, I mean, that defensive line is still, like, even if they're having a down year, they're not guys I'd want to be trading away. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But, I mean, they do need draft capital to kind of rebuild their – I'd say their their secondary is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, they've got Kendall Fuller, but that's about it. So, uh, anyways, that really does it for today's episode. Um, like I said, next week should be super exciting if we've got some some trade rumors going down. Um, maybe we'll have to record a little bit later on Monday just to let some news marinate after a uh, week eight action. So, be sure to look out for uh, next Tuesday's episode as well. Thank you for listening to CD Sports. <laughs>